The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of the TV show formerly known and soon to be known again in the near future when they reboot it as Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show, really, even the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Did I say three, Jay? Did I say three? I don't know. I was just trying to, like, pat it out, you know, because the other guy's not here. And by the way, there's a lot of snakes in this episode. I'm starting to see, like, a correlation here. I'm not convinced this is just coincidence that it's just me and you today, buddy. I, I agree. I think Chris, uh, uh, you know, obviously another, coast, uh, another co-host of this podcast, he's, he's been absent for this week and, and the last week. I say coast, more like a ghost. Am I right? Because he's not even here. Yeah. And I, I imagine yeah. that he he's just spooked by all the uh, all all the the goddamn snakes in, in these episodes. God, I miss damn. him. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm bit. you know what I'm liking, Jay? What? Just you and me being buds. Yeah. Just you and me being buds, talking wild boys. We are buds. We are buds. We are buds. It's a shame though because Chris wasn't here to see <laughs> your reign of uh, of champion of being champion for predicting that the wild boys were going to Australia last week, and he's not here to see my reign of having predicted. That this week we're going to Florida. I got it right. Yeah, I, I said I said the, the United States, so I could have been more specific. But I think generally speaking, <laughs> okay, well, wait a when minute. I say the U.S., it means Florida. No, like, where else is it going to be? There's like I don't no no. It could have been well, Idaho. It could have been like fucking Mississippi. It could have been New okay, York. What, it could part, have been, what part of New Zealand did you them, predict maybe. it was going to be in? Uh, it, well, New Zealand's kind of like Australia. It's just you know. Uh-huh. It doesn't have cities it's a land because mass. that's what you're no. saying. Yeah. No. Well, how would you know? How would that's you... true? We've never been there. Yeah. It, honestly, maybe it doesn't even exist. Maybe maybe, maybe Australia and New Zealand are just a joke that that people have been telling on us. I'm not telling, convinced. Telling us. Yeah. I'm not convinced either. But but this episode, it's season two, episode six of Wild Boys that we're going to be focusing on today. This episode came out uh, a lovely balmy day. Actually, I think it was probably balmy. It was May thirtieth, two thousand four. This this is a uh, uh, a special one because we you and I Jay actually did an episode of Viva La Bam that coincided with the release of this episode. So I've already done a fun fact for this, and now I'm kind of starting to see the trouble that Chris is running into trying to find fun facts. So here's a game I'm going to play with you, Jay. Okay. Last week I asked you on this day, I guess it would have been May 23rd, 2004. What music what songs were at the top of the charts for both the u.s and the uk mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you again this week mm-hmm. and i'll say they're the same <laughs> so let this is this fact of the day is more of a test of your memory jay what was the number one song on the charts in both the u.s and the uk yeah my memory is is shit so i know it was a, a hip-hop track mm-hmm. right Kind of. I mean, I th- I think hip hop fans would probably hate me for saying that, it's but poppy. I think I think okay. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a like a R and B. Let's call it R and B. Was it Jay Z? It was not Jay Z, and Jay Z fans would hate you for calling him R and B. Why? Well, yeah, you were the one who fucking said R and B. Come on, don't, well, don't yeah, but throw I didn't say Jay Z. I didn't say Jay Z. No, I'll, I'll I'll say this: your memory is so bad, you might have to burn it to the ground. Okay. Does that give you any clues? No, no, uh, no? because here I'll tell you, I'm so like. I'm so fucking, I should know better because I love music, but I think I just have a blind spot for anything that around this era wasn't punk rock because that's like mostly what I listen to. But I hear you. Just, just tell me, just go ahead. Just tell me. It's uh, it's uh, burn by Usher, Usher. And, uh, oh, okay. in, in the yeah, US yeah. and in the UK, it was F-U-R-B by right. Frankie. And that's not pronounced Furby. It's pronounced Furb <laughs> and it stands for fuck you right back. Look, uh, uh, I explained the story of that in last week's episode. I'm not going to do it again. Look, I'm sure Jay-Z and Usher hung out at some point. They went to the club together. They, they've they associated with each other. I'm sure it's happened. You know what? They Give have me a, a break. They have a song called Hot Toddy. So, Ooh, yeah, you know toddy. what? You're probably right. <laughs> it's uh, it, uh, I'll read you some of the lyrics. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh-huh. Uh, they call me King Hove. Copy. <clears throat> they call me King Hove. Copy. Copy. They yes. call me King Hove. Copy. L- loud and clear over here. They buddy. call me King Hove copy and those are the first first four lines of the song and i'm sure we'll revisit that at some point later in the episode but i'll leave you with that as uh as 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 how that song actually went 
Okay. Would you like the recipe for a hot toddy? I have that handy if you want to keep, uh, you don't want to dig, dig a little 100%. deeper. What, what is your recipe for a hot toddy? Because I know a lot of people do uh, a lot of different things for hot toddies. Okay. So according to urbandictionary.com, <laughs> uh, brandy, you can make it with brandy or whiskey, but here's the brandy one, folks. Write this down. Get your pens out. One tablespoon of honey, three mm. quarters glass of tea, two shots of brandy, one slice of lemon. Mm-mm. Sounds pretty good. I'm not going to give you the whiskey right one. We're going to let you figure that out on your own because we've got more important things to talk about, don't we? We do. We do. Nice uh, nice transition there, Jay. What do we have to talk about this week? Florida. Ugh. <laughs> Look, if you're from Florida, I got no beef with you. It's more just a, it's just more of a Mikey thing because he's claiming he got it right. Now I have to be dissatisfied naturally but we're going to florida i'll go i'll go along i'll kick and scream all the way there but i'll go uh the murky swamps and subtropical dampness of florida a place where everybody has swass all of the time and i of course don't know what the gentle embrace of humidity feels like because Mm -hmm. i live in an arid climate where everybody has to use extra virgin olive oil for blowjobs okay ready (laughs) let's go we're (laughs) off the coast of key west florida here and this is bat fish waters? Bat fish? One bat fish? fish. Make Two up your fish? mind. Are you flying or are you swimming? You can't do it. Unless know. you're a flying fish, you can't do both. We know that. Yeah. But are, am I the only one getting Dr. Seuss vibes here? One fish, two fish, red fish, blue bat bat fish, fish, blue fish. Yeah, bat fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The head of these things, they look like, they. well, the fish themselves look like the head of some sort of alien I've seen in like Star Wars or something. I swear to God. Uh, which got me thinking immediately, Mikey, was, uh, uh, hey, that alien looks like a hot guy. Yeah, we better have sex with him. <laughs> yeah, I, well, according to Steve-O, yeah, in an inner tube, too. You, you've never seen men in black who like to have sex with each other? Wait, just just generally speaking, have I seen two men dressed in black who want to have sex with each other? Do I have to answer that question on air? You don't have to answer it, but somewhere, Norm MacDonald is rolling over in his grave. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, lo- I do like that Norm Macdonald Joe. I think we've actually brought up that Norm Macdonald bit, McDonald bit before on <laughs> this podcast, which I don't I don't mind because I'll talk it's, about Norm Macdonald all day. It's from one of my favorite movies of all time, Dirty Work. You got to watch Dirty Work if you haven't seen it, folks. Mm. Classic. Classic film. It's a great movie. But speaking of these fish, Manny says this fish has the face of a toad and Steve-O naturally just wants to make out with the fish. So that's that's the bit, I guess. What do you think? There's a flip into an inner tube and then Manny comes up from the depths with another. I said this before on last week's episode. Enough ocean. You're on notice. <laughs> Stop with There's your a lot of gross ocean. shit. We don't we don't want to see anything more. Blowfish are weird enough. And now you just keep reaching your hand in there and getting us grosser and grosser fish. I don't want to see it. It's a clownfish or a goldfish or a whale or a dolphin or a shark. That's all I want to imagine in the ocean. Right. I have a hard enough time w- with that. Don't show me these fucking puddles of muck that you pick up that just so happen to have eyes and make Steve-O kiss them. I'm done with it. It was pretty hot though, right? I would fuck it right now yeah, if you put I it know. here. But then again, that's just me. <laughs> Listen. So so much so, Jay. What? This is a peek behind the curtain. Okay. This, this if you're watching on YouTube. What is that doing there at your just, desk? On my computer desk, I'm holding up for the camera a a toilet paper roll. Um, And I don't need to go into any more details than that. I'm a private, solitary individual. And sometimes I blow my nose while I'm at work. I don't know. All I want to know is, does your dick fit in there? Mm, Like in the roll? Let's test it out. I'll I'll report back at some point of the episode. Yeah, it's okay. You just put up a slate on screen that says, (laughs) we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back with a report. Uh, message from our sponsors. Now, listen, guys, we got to, we got to, Mike, Mikey's sick of the, the swamps and the, the sick creatures coming out of the depths. I'm sorry to tell you, buddy, we're going deeper into those murky yeah. depths right now to meet the Goliath grouper, which if you catch two, you get a third one, 90% off. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that was a, that was a Groupon reference. That's, oh, that's what that was. I thought, 
Jay, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a uh, a Jew joke because you're oh, wow. saying like they like deals and savings because this is- Of course is, you would think that, yeah. Well, because I am Jewish that, and I'm, I've, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, yeah, part Jewish. Uh, uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism in the news right now. And I was like, oh shit, we caught another one. Oh fuck. Jay, Jay's on that side. But th- the reason I say that is because the, did you catch that? The other name for the Goliath grouper is the Jewfish. That's what they called them. Oh, really? Yes, they say that at the beginning of the of the ep- that's why I thought you were making that connection. The, uh, the the Goliath grouper was originally called the Jewfish. I thought I misheard it. So I actually did a bit of research on it and some accounts say that it was actually supposed to be jawfish for its big jaw um uh and that and that they it was just like a, a a phonetic mispronunciation from jawfish to jewfish and that's it just kept other people think that it had more anti-semitic roots in there other people think it was just a kosher fish that was sold so it was just this is the kind of fish that jewish people will eat so a little bit uh, hard to tell but in order to avoid the the issue they just said you know what let's just not call it that anymore and and we'll change it you know, I'm just wondering what happened to the good old days where we could all appreciate a good Groupon reference without having to get all political about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why Why? Why so in-depth? I don't, I don't like it. I don't know, man. But that's quite the history. And I could see how that name, like you said, got um, mixed up along the lines. It was a game of, of telephone there and somewhere along the lines. One of those guys in the line was a racist. And there you go. And I was just. Yeah. And, and that's why that's, that's why I am petitioning. That we need to change the name of Cracker Barrel because Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it, though. <laughs> you know, I like a good cheese. Yeah, of course. I of mean, course. hey, man, we are the demographic. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it speaks to us. We can well, we can lie. speak about this on the podcast and nobody can nobody can come nobody in here. Hear it? Oh, try okay. to, yeah. I, you know who we need here for this conversation Chris? right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd handle this one. Yes. <laughs> Way better. Chris would just take it another another level. He'd be like, he would take me seriously when I said we should actually, you know what I'm really curious about? What? Honestly, if we say that the name of Jewfish would, was changed from Jewfish to something else, because Chris has also spoken up about how much the anti-Semitism in the world right now upsets him. But he also says, fuck name changes. We don't need to do this. People are too sensitive. <laughs> I wonder where he lands on this. If he's like, we should have just kept the name Jewfish. Or like he goes all Alex Jones on us. I don't know. Chris, if you're listening, uh, report back next week. Yeah. Yeah. I let us know. know next week. Do people this is another, another trap know. we're going to set him. When we've done this before yeah. on the episodes where Chris isn't involved, we've we've put a trap for him so that when he listens to it, he'll bring it up in the recording. And we've like asked like a trivia question. And we've given the answer to it. And then we ask him on the following episode. He never knows. He doesn't listen. Yeah. We're like that shitty guide in the Amazon. Just pit traps everywhere uh <laughs> so these fish though the goliath grouper extremely territorial and aggressive and they weigh up to uh did they say a thousand pounds did i hear that right yeah yeah they're fucking Jeez. massive if you if you've ever been to an aquarium there's an aquarium in toronto uh the ripley's aquarium it's it's right near the base of the cn tower oh really and yeah it's really cool and B- believe it a, or not it's at the base of the uh, believe CN it or tower. not it's right at the base it'd be cooler if it were at the tip that would be that'd be mm. really neat um, but the, like, like if the, if the, if the dome of the, of the CN tower were actually just like a big goldfish bowl, like a fish bowl, you could see all the stuff. Inside <laughs> okay. It. We're reading too much into this one now, a but I do bit. like no, but it they, they do have Goliath grouper in there and they are like, I'm, I'm six foot two and they're like taller than me. Like they're, they're yeah. taller and obviously bigger because I don't wear a th- weigh a thousand pounds. But, uh, when Manny gets attacked by this thing and it grabs his arm, his arm is lost in that maw and, uh, like they're big fish. I- I'm serious. Yeah. Bigger than Manny. And, uh, he gets a hold of him. He's trying to pull the fish with him up to the surface to try to escape. And the way he tells the story here to the boys about what happened, we're watching the footage as he's telling the story after yeah. the fact, he plays this so cool. So cool. So cool. But you can tell in the footage, he was a little panicked as you would be, uh, yeah, just imagine like having that thing fucking sucking on your arm. Jeez, man. it's it's terrifying. And in my mind, when I'm watching this, I'm like, that would be very scary, and it would hurt. Even though they don't really have like teeth. Like if anyone's yeah. gone fishing and they have like you catch a bass, they have that like sandpaper kind of thing on on the bottom of their mouth. I'm assuming this is kind of the same, but it's it's harsh enough that it's giving him cuts. Like you can see, there's blood coming off. But more than anything, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking like. You know, it's it's fine. He, if he doesn't panic, he's okay. Because I'm I'm imagining him scuba diving, and it wasn't until he got to the surface that I realized he was snorkeling. 
and he's got a thousand pounds of fish on his arm. If mm. that thing doesn't let go, like he's dead, right? Like there's no, you cannot carry that thing up to the top if it doesn't want to go up to the top with you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of the snorkeling element, but you're right. I kind of just assumed that he, he had a dive tank and all that. But yeah, you're, I think you're right. He was yeah. just holding his breath that whole time, which is like impressive Scary as hell. Because yeah. like, what's your first reaction when a thousand pound fish bites you? I'm screaming. I'm screaming my fucking head off. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You and there, there's would. all the, there's all the air in my lungs. Like gone. instinctively, right? Like that would be yeah. it. You just, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy, man. But the lesson we learn at the end of this, as Manny says, is never use force against mm. animals, unnecessary force, <laughs> which Pontius says, Pawnee says he never will. He vows not to. And that's good because as we all know, Pontius is one, he's, he's a bit of a muscle man himself. So yeah, he could, I think he could straight up punch a grouper in the face and it would, it would go down. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would go down Jay for the count, which is what they do in this next part of the segment. Oh, cause we're going to count the spots. On yes. the foreheads of the fish in the neck. <laughs> oh, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Now, listen, this is a fucking Dr. Seuss book, right? I mean, this episode is one fish, two fish. What yes. are we doing here? We're counting spots on fish now. We're counting spots on fish. You know what? I was so distracted by Jay. I couldn't even watch this segment. And it kind of, not to keep bringing this back up. Did you notice the song they used oh, in, in the segment? I mean, um, uh, politically correct Jay will say no Mikey I didn't notice at all but <laughs> I mean listen I don't know about you but when I'm watching these big fish devour Pontius latch onto his arm and try to carry him deep into the depths of the unknown to lay eggs in his brain or whatever they <laughs> do are you also getting bar mitzvah vibes <laughs> it's, it's absolutely bar mitzvah have a nagila heck I'll have two <laughs> It's a Jewfish and they're playing off a tequila in the background. I was like, all right, bold move, bold choice. Um, Little bold. Um, you know, again, doesn't offend me, but I was like, wow, you know, they're really going for it. They're really going for it. It did remind me because this is the like I've been to a lot of bar mitzvahs in my time, a lot of butt mitzvahs as well. And the yeah. one thing that no one talks about is the fact that sometimes when you're dancing, a giant goblin does come and bite your arm and try to drag you into the coat closet. And and that's just something you have to deal with. So it makes mm -hmm. sense that they were playing this song because this this segment did remind me of that. That is how you become a man. It's the only way I know. Anyway, <laughs> it's the only way. Yeah. Wait, is that? When it involves a closet, but let's, mm. let's not get into it. Let's no, not get will, into we it. No, we will Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no. David Weathers is here. He's a venomous snake expert. As we oh, know, yeah. did you know, Mikey, though, he's also the GM of a zoo? That makes that so you? much sense to yeah. me because I, I've compared him to Tiger King before. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, so I was just 100% correct about that. Like, that's, that's who he is. He is the Tiger King of Florida, which to this day, it baffles me that Tiger King was not based in florida yeah and he's he's you're right he's got the vibe of the kind of guy who he's got a few animals in that zoo that uh there there ain't no papers for those animals no, let's just no, say that no, i don't think but so man are they making so. him a lot of money and that's really all that matters at the end of the day but hey he does work with a lot of dangerous animals legal or not and uh -huh. there's a wiener in my butt now i had to think was this a Ron Burgundy like teleprompter situation? Steve-O's given the speech and he just throws in <laughs> yeah. that line that I just said, there's a wiener in my butt, <laughs> as if he was reading it off a cue card. You're so, that's so true. I was, I was so caught off guard that I, I the teleprompter, like the Ron Burgundy thing is perfect, but it, it jarred me. Like I felt physically ill when he started because he's just doing the regular segment and immediately cuts to like he's trying to Manchurian candidate us, like give a, yeah. a, a code and speak to us and activate us. And there's a wiener in my butt. And I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? <laughs> also, I was pretty focused on Knoxville in the background because, uh, hey, Johnny Knoxville. Hey, here. hey, buddy, what's up? Uh, yeah, he just kind of appears, doesn't he? Out of nowhere. And he's here for most of the episode. So it's good mm -hmm. to see him pop in every now and then. But uh, it's time, Mikey, to whip it good and whip this wiener out of that man's ass. Now, hey, hey Jay, did you say Steve-O or Devo? Oh, man, it was so obvious and I didn't even write that one down. <laughs> well done. Well played again. Ah, but Steve-O gets a good whip in here, and the second whip that he takes cuts him up real good. You hear the snap. It was oh. gnarly, man, just the crack of that whip, breaking the sound barrier. He's on the ground, rolling around, screaming, and after this, they don't even continue. But the wiener did get, as Knoxville puts it, circumcised at the end of the day, yes. so mission complete. Mission complete. This was, this looked so paint, like it, just the sound of that whip is so fucking angry. Did you notice though, Jay, when David Weathers was doing the whip, 
Knoxville like signals to him behind Steve-O as if to say like, just fucking hit him in the ass. And mm. that's when, that's when he does it. So I think David Weathers probably feels a bit bad because Steve-O literally just walks off set. He's like, I'm fucking done. And yeah. part of me wonders, cause I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, but it seems like the relationship between Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, like going back to the Cribs episode and going back to the, the uh, contract negotiations before Jackass forever was is there like bad blood between Steve-O and Knoxville? And is it a part of, of Knoxville being like, yo, just suck it up and do it? Like maybe Steve-O was hard to work with in some of those stunts. I'm I'm not sure. Did, did you pick up on any of that or am I am I crazy? Hmm. Two di- two different questions. <laughs> okay, so Steve-O's attitude, first of all. I, I kind of was wondering while they did this, what did he expect? Yeah, obviously it yeah. hurt real yeah. bad. So I get why you just kind of be turned off from the whole thing after taking a hit like that. But he also, he had to have known that it wasn't going to be like a clean hit, right? So, yeah. and you're right. We've seen that a lot where he does, he's like, he does that again in this episode a couple times, but he walks off and he's like, I'm done, I'm done. And having Knoxville there as part of the puzzle, it, it seems to be like he is the dangerous element. Like he is yeah. the uh, fire starter, if you will. Um, so I don't know how to answer the. Do you think here I'll I'll counter it with another question okay. with Steve-O's attitude and the way that sometimes he kind of loses it on set. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think the crew feels about it? Do you think it really it's this doesn't to me feel like when Preston does it, everybody seems to get bummed out when Steve-O does it. He seems to get over it fast enough that I think everybody's like, yeah, just give him time and he'll he'll come back. I, I don't know if it ruins the production or like takes the sucks the fun out of things as well, much it as definitely it, it definitely there, puts an end to it. And, you think and so? it's funny. It's funny you bring up Preston because there's a moment later in this episode that we'll talk about yeah. where I in my notes, I'm like, Steve-O goes full Preston and it ruins it all. And I don't know if it's a Knoxville mm, okay. with Steve-O thing like he acts differently when Knoxville's on set. But here's the thing. Yeah, he probably got hurt so bad. And it's so easy for me to sit here and say this as someone who would never take a whip to the ass. But Knoxville never does that. He never walks upset. He never ruins the bit. He's always game. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that must weigh on Knoxville to the point where he probably needles him a little bit more than he should to be like, see, he can't fucking, he can't handle it. He can't hang. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But in, in this case, you know, when Steve walks out, you know, yeah. does he do, do the production? Does the production team hate it? I don't know. But what I do know is that was the end of the stunt. There is no scene where he comes back. So how quickly did he recover? Okay. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I, don't, I feel like with Knoxville, though, he definitely does. Like I said, he, he causes shit sometimes. But I think like at the end of the day, again, going back to what I said initially, Steve-O should know what he's in for. And if Knoxville yes. does push it a little extra further, can you really blame him? No, I, I'm on. I'm team Knoxville on this because the one yeah. thing you can't say, like he does it. He like everything he dishes out, he takes. And, and in our project of going back and watching all this jackass content the one thing that i i realized more than ever is how much of a badass knoxville is he's not just the face because he's got a nice fit not just the face of jackass because he's got a nice looking face he's the face because he legitimately is the most gnarly of anyone except for maybe danger aaron right now yeah <laughs> so okay i will say this though on steve-o getting upset and kind of like you know fuck it i'm done throwing in the towel he does seem to know, though, to walk off set and go sulk on his yeah. own. Whereas yeah, 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 when yeah. I look at a Preston situation, he it kind of feels like he wants everyone to know that he's having a bad time. He wants to ruin it for everybody. Yeah, yeah I guess that's what I was kind of getting at, where I feel like that's at, true. Even if Steve was going to because if I was in one of those situations, I probably at some point or another would feel like Steve would be like, fuck this. I'm out like it's not I'm not going to 100 percent. I I would never be able to hang with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Like exactly. I, I may I may say this about Steve. I don't have it in me to not walk off set every single time. So were they doing the, uh, the Jewish thing intentionally? Cause I mean, we got talk about a circumcision of a wiener. We got the fish, <laughs> we got the, the music. What's going on here? It's who knows it's, it's, uh, and I, I don't know if there's a, a large Jewish population in Florida, maybe a lot of retirees, who knows, but maybe that's where they yeah. got the idea. All those Jewish retirees listening to jackass. You bet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You betcha. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, alligator earrings is up next. Here we go, baby. You thought the Oof. scorpion Botox was good on the last episode. Wait till you see this. This right here is Pontius showing that you don't have to murder an animal to wear it in style. Hey, well said. This is nasty. Like he oh, just yeah. takes two fucking uh, alligators on his ears, two baby alligators and wears them like earrings. Not much to say about it apart from the fact that this looks gross. He's bleeding. 
I, I guess he can do like like you said you were into you know the punk rock scene in the early 90s like you could put a bunch of safety pins in his ears after this and yes you could and and <laughs> i don't know if you caught this before the segment ends did you get that little sexy boy pout at the camera that he does oh yeah hey, what's oh, it, that it, all about what's that about that's about that's that's the reason i got the toilet oh, paper okay. by I my computer jay all right all right all right well how about you ever been to the Everglades, Mike? You ever been to Florida? I guess I should ask you first. I've been I've been to Florida. I stay as far away from the Everglades as I can. Nothing for me there. You don't like uh you don't like the um the big beasts of the Everglades, if you will, the crocs. Nope. The, I don't like uh, the big things, I don't like the little things, I don't like anything in between. I just want to stay as far away from the Everglades as I possibly can. But if you can get me on a fan boat outside of the Everglades, I'm game. Those things look fun as fuck. They do look like fun. And they put one to good use here because it is swamp research time after all. What better way to <laughs> research the swamps than to water ski through them? Um, Steve-O going for a ride behind one of those propeller boats. And, you know, he he's pretty good. Like, he hasn't even lost. He's wearing the like a fucking piece of fabric over his junk. It's like and a sunglasses and sunglasses, and sunglasses that he doesn't lose. Yeah, and there he's you go. water skiing for dear life. Hell he yeah, he is. And apparently, you can get up cut it. You can get like cut up doing this pretty bad um, because of the foliage here. The foliage, yes, foliage. Yeah, you know, yeah. Good Simpsons reference. Yeah, you were yeah. just referencing Marge and and uh, and Lisa. So what did you think of this? I this is peak wild boys. You do not get better than than this stunt. This is perfect, and it immediately starts where Steve is in the water, which. Honestly, getting in that water is scary enough like that props for Steve-O for just sitting there. But the camera kind of lingers when the, the boat takes off. And I'm like, why is this camera lingering? It's because when he took off, there was an alligator right beside him that just like went in the water as Steve-O went back up on the wall. I don't know if they knew it was there and they wanted the shot like that. But the whole idea of hanging on and water skiing behind a fan boat, in my mind, like I've water skied on lakes. And when you fall in the lake and you're just kind of waiting there for the boat to turn around that minute and a half where the boat's like going the other way, there's an instinctive fear in you that can't help but be a little bit scared. You're in the center of a lake. You know, there's nothing that can hurt you. It's a lake. But in the Everglades, when you're sitting there and the boat has to come back and get you, everything is probably trying (laughs) to hurt you. Like there is no way to calm yourself down there. It looks fucking scary. Yeah, man. As Pawnee has put it, scary things. Scary yes. things, scary things, scary things. Did you, are you, were you as much of a fan of this one as I was? I thought it looked like fun. I was impressed by yeah. Steve-O's uh, athleticism here on display. Very, very nicely done. Um, there is a shot there where he's laying in the swamp and, you know, they kind of cut to an alligator for a second just to kind of, you know, spice up the video a little bit. Yeah. I don't think he was in any immediate danger, but um, overall it looked good. And I like that they had another one of those segments where they cut away and do some music for a while in the background and kind of get the energy back up. So I, I liked it. I don't, th- yeah. I, I wouldn't say I was in love with it, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Good time. It was, it was a lot of fun. Fun is a great way to define. It was like a popcorn sketch. You know, you don't learn anything about the Everglades, but it's fun to watch them just do something I would never in a million years do. You know, so here's me after just taking the piss out of Steve-O a little bit, giving him all the props in the world for doing this one. Totally. And, you know, I forgot about something, but a couple episodes back, a few at least now, but we had talked about rating every Wild Boys, you know, naked run to the sunset sketch. Yes. We haven't had one of those since, have we? We had one and it was when you, uh, you had missed a recording ah, and we had one. Okay. It was, I think, just Pontius uh, uh, filming one. But yeah, we, we've been missing out on those a little bit. Yeah, I, I could use one of those right about now. I'm hoping next episode brings one because unfortunately, I hate to report there ain't one here, but that's okay. Now, yes. Now, boy, boy, let me tell you about some. All right. You some Dad. bitch. You some bitch. You you hey, like America. If I'm a son of a bitch, you're talking about your your woman like that because I'm your son. You some bitch. Established. You my, you my son, bitch. You, you, you answer my question, boy. You like America. I love America. I bleed America. I bleed blue. The doctor says it's bad. It's because all the Slurpees I drink. But I say it's because I'm American. You like. How about, how about liberty and freedom? Liberty, daddy, you know not to come at me with those big words. Freedom, I understand. Liberty, what the heck are you? T- is that like liptards? Is that what they are? No, no, it's it's freedom, boy. Freedom, like America. So why don't freedom? you just say freedom, daddy? You know well, you ain't paid for homeschool in about sixteen months. I wrote it in the in the notes that way to make it more more interesting. Like add a little ah, daddy, you know I don't read notes. You know, well, I, I, let me ask you this, then, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like paying for your toiletries with with Interac and. American Express? 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's no. that's why I don't go to uh, to study so much. I'm too busy paying for my toiletries. It's you're my da- favorite pastime. You're damn right. Nothing more American than that right there. Hell yeah. Mm. You, you like fr- fresh squeezed American uh, peach juice? What, you mean, we're in Florida and you didn't say fresh squeezed Florida oranges? Nah, boy. Peach juice. Fuck oranges. This peach is America. Juice. Peach juice. Uh, yeah. Peach juice are great. Yeah. If it's American. How about how about Lady Liberty? You like you like looking Daddy, up at Lady Liberty? Daddy, there's that word again that I don't understand. I don't know what that word means. Looking Lady, up, I guess. Looking up at her, at her in all her glory and and might, maybe maybe getting a little glimpse of the skirt of Lady Liberty. Yeah, you always showed me the ladies after you caught me with that one dirty magazine. I remember, Daddy. I'm talking about this the Statue of Liberty boy. Yeah. Oh, that age old American pooty tang. Yeah. Boy, I know her real well. Well, then how about this, boy? How about how about the American alligator? Oh, uh, the American alligator, alligator. I understand that word, and I understand America, Daddy. I think I like these things quite a bit. You're damn right. God, God bless America. God, Goddamn. Oh, salute, salute the flag. The jaws of life are here, and this thing is the only animal that farts out of its mouth. Gotta love America. Uh, yeah, American alligators farting out their mouth. Hippos also do fart out of their mouth, though. They they miss that. That is that actually true. Hippos fart out of their mouth. Kind of like you right now, right? A lot of people say shit comes out of my mouth all the time. <laughs> I don't know about farts, though. Listen, we're in the marshlands of Florida with the snake expert and uh, a movie star, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, by the way, the American alligator thing, that is over. You're probably wondering, why aren't they talking about it? Because there was literally nothing to talk about. There was not about. much there. Yeah. Yeah. It snapped <laughs> they its introduced jaws an American us. alligator. Yeah, that's it. I just wanted to do a, a really long intro for something that lasted like five seconds on screen. So there you go, folks. That's what I call my foreplay, Jay. Uh-huh. <laughs> a really long intro for something that lasts five seconds. I see someone's privy. Boy, America. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, we're going back to Florida. Like I said, well, we haven't really left. We never really left. You can't leave right. once you go to Florida. You never return the same. Uh, mm-hmm. With a snake expert and a movie star and Johnny Knoxville, I'm kind of wondering what's going on. Uh, Knoxville being the movie star, of course. This is the Cottonmouth Water Moccasin. This is at the point in the um, the point in the show where I kind of had that thought, where the fuck is Chris? I'd love to get him a pair of these <laughs> for maybe like a birthday present to wear around the house. You know, oh, cotton wear mo- moccasins? Yeah, it was a Cottonmouth yeah. water, water Moccasin after all, Mikey. I mean, yeah. you can wear water moccasins. Why not? Sure. Uh, why I do they actually- call it that, though? It's a snake no, because they have white mouths. And I didn't know that. I actually learned something from wild boys today. Yeah. But the moccasin part. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. No fucking idea. I, it's it, here's the thing. Moccasins. I want to step right in those water moccasins. I don't want to step anywhere near those. Okay. Fair enough. But, uh, listen, the snakes are good and all, but Knoxville makes a Gooch reference here. And then my attention yeah. was just all about that for a while. So let's talk about the Gooch for a second. First okay. question, do snakes have Gooches? And second, is it Gooches or Gooch like moose? Like do you pluralize Gooch oh, if you're good talking question. about more than one Gooch? Good question. Gooch? First of all, do snakes have a Gooch? I think their entire underbelly is a Gooch. I don't think there's any way around that. Okay. Because the Gooch is kind of your your under underside, sure. right? Between it's a, your it's taint a long your, way to the butthole. Your testes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what is the plural? Yeah, I think it would be, or you know what? Let's go with geech. Like, oh, like that sounds <laughs> gooch and worse. Geech. Like goose and geese. I think that would work. Geech. Yeah. Goose, geese, gooch, okay. geech. Yeah. I'll allow it for now. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, they're picking up the snake with a long stick, but this is a venomous snake. Let's not forget Mm-hmm. Don't worry, everybody. Pontius is an expert. He has his own show after all. So, I mean, <laughs> there's all the proof you need. Yeah, um, he's got two sticks. I, at this point in the in this episode, I was just thinking like, you know, Wild Boys has what, five or six seasons. At what point does just picking up snakes get stale? You know what I mean? Mm, like how many yeah. times can you do that? And I know that's like half of all nature shows, but I've never been fascinated by someone picking up a snake. And there's a lot of that in this show. Okay, but then I got to question you. What else can we do? Because, I mean, the nature shows haven't even figured it out. Like, is there anything else that hasn't been thought of? I mean, I don't know. you can't get too close to the damn things. I'm not creative, Jay. It's not on me to figure this out. <laughs> Someone else Fine. do it so I can be entertained. Okay. But, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the segment. It's nice to see Knoxville here with the boys hanging out, making yeah. some jokes, doing some banter. But, now nah, it doesn't really go go very far. So. That's it. That's it. But, hey, Mikey. 
You feeling fruity? Mm, we, we talking about the peaches again or what? Not this time, baby. You want to play time? with a shark? Well, call now to talk to local guy hotties in your area. 1-800-BANANA-PHONE. <laughs> ring, ring. I, I'm familiar with that line. Uh-huh. Did you say fruity because of lemons? Is that why you said it, Jay? No, I don't. Some, it was something to do with the animals. I got so caught up on that rant. I didn't write down what the animal was or why it was fruity, but. Uh, it's a lemon shark. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Is this like a lemon party? Does, is that, is there, is there a connection? It's exactly to... like a lemon party. Okay. So these are like all 70 year old sharks then is what you're. You know, I've never actually seen lemon party. You're that's, lucky. that's, that's, that's the truth. I can't I've, I've never, see I, it. I learned after um, two girls, one cup that every time there's a, a, a thing going around a video, just I'm good. No, thanks. It's like the ocean. Don't need to see it. I know the internet is full of gross things. I'm good. I'm seeing it right now. It's burned onto my retina. Oh, no, Jay, you're going to lose focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've lost focus. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Steve-O and Pontius are in inner tubes, you know, the PTSD boating with dad at the lake kind. Yes. And uh, they've got some fish to feed to these, these fruity, fruity sharks. And um, yeah, I mean, after all, it doesn't take them long to just ditch the tubes and say air tubes are for sissies. Let's go feed some motherfucking sharks. They get in there. They do their thing. I don't know that it's yeah. another one of these ones that felt like it stopped a little short. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, not every stunt in wild boys has a button on it. Like it's like a thing, like a thesis, like this is why we're doing what we're doing. And I guess it's unpredictable when you're dealing with animals and there's just a lot of that. This one to me was about Manny being Manny. Like it, Manny's the one feeding the sharks. He's the one there. He's he's like angling them off with his hand. Yeah. This Manny was 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 a G in this episode. He was a G. Yes. Yeah. As as our friends Jay-Z and uh <laughs> and Usher might and say. Usher might might say, yes. Yeah. I'm cultured. Uh, sock puppet snake time. It's black Mamba back for another wake up. Did you catch who this was? I, I didn't recognize Seamus, Seamus Frawley. Okay. Here's my question. Um, how do you figure yeah. this out all of the time? Like how, how the fuck you're a research mastermind. I don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> this one. He actually got a title card. He, he actually what? got a title card in this one. Yeah, he did. He did. But okay. it's funny because he's never been on the show before. And it like he, the look that he gives to the camera when he gets smacked by the black Mamba sock puppet, he looks like guys. I'm never on. Why are you doing this to me? Like I'm <laughs> not supposed to. You, you guys don't even He's not know fair my game. name. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you wouldn't be, but uh, you know, it, it. I like them establishing that because there's something about the set of Jackass or Wild Boys or any of these related properties where it just seems like being on it is a fucking scary thing, regardless of who you are. So knowing that everyone's fair game actually tickles me a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Again. You caught the subtitle. Clearly, I did not. A little too much lemon party burned on the retinas, as discussed. <laughs> uh, but hey, how about how about this? Um, I mean, you can't really go to Florida without mm-hmm. getting crabs. You hey, have something to Jay, talk about when you well come back. done. Well done. Yeah. And uh, South Florida has lots of them. They're called stone crabs. So let's perform a little bit of an important. And then at this point, Steve-O gets cut off in the middle of his speech <laughs> to a screaming Pontius who is already seconds after taking the stone crab out of the bin. He's already been he's already been snapped at with the pincer. And now yes. he is no longer a fan of stone crab season. This was maybe my favorite moment of the episode. Uh, it's so un prepared like it's just evo trying to intro a bit and pontius gets bit by a crab in the background after he's been bit so the crab's hanging on with one hand and then he like pulls it one hand one claw and pontius pulls it off and he like puts his hand down and looks towards the camera if you're paying attention that crab's other claw got very close to his dick i was like to me never put that anywhere (laughs) close to there you got to be aware of that it's like walking around with a gun no matter what Loaded or unloaded, make sure it never points at anyone. That's the golden rule. When you're dealing with crabs, transmitted or otherwise, <laughs> keep them away from your genitals. It's like you're going into a PSA for a second there. When you're dealing with crabs. <laughs> when you're dealing with crabs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that they just kept rolling though. Because you could tell yes. like they could have done another take, but they put this one in. And Steve-O even cracks up a little, but he gets back on script and keeps going. I appreciated that. It was It was a good touch. It's it was great. Um, the the thing I could not keep my eyes off of in though in in this stunt was Steve and Pontius's ass asses. They are pristine. Do you think that they wax because they know how often their ass is going to be on camera? Because like they don't. It's not well. Pontius sometimes has like his his full chest shaved and all that stuff. 
Steve-O's isn't. Do you think that he like carefully shaves his ass to make sure that it's like palatable for the camera? Palatable. Uh, yeah. Palatable. Yeah. I mean, they probably have to a little bit, if not just for the camera, maybe for the ladies that they're, uh, you know, meeting around the globe and all these different exotic locations like Florida. Um, See, and, you know, yeah. it, to your point too, Mikey, you said they shave their asses. Now, is it asses or ease? Oh, that's a great one. It's got to be East. It has to be East. Has I'm, to a, be. I'm a very in, inner hard E pluralizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that everyone has always said that about me. The the and and I won't I won't have anyone speak any any anything else about it. The the one thing that that I've always had an issue with when it comes to shaving the ass. I'm a I'm a hairy dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got a pretty hairy chest. My arms are hairy. I understand the inconvenience of a hairy asshole. I know they're not good to look at. But if I did shave it. Do you have any concept of how weird that would look when I have hair all over my body except for my little asshole? That would be so little weird. A- okay, I didn't need that visual. Thanks. <laughs> now I got to take that with me everywhere I go for the next It'll week. replace Lemon Party. Yeah, it'll be yeah. good. Uh, is it a tra- I don't even know if that's a trade-off. It, honestly, that's a, that's a noggin scratcher. But you know, yeah, speaking of a noggin many, scratcher. There are so many more little assholes in Lemon Party, wouldn't there be? <laughs> Oh, Mikey, you don't know the half of it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the worst though. You sh- a, a nice, cleanly shaven asshole. Then a day later, it comes back and it comes back with a vengeance. Oh, Let it's me like tell you. from, from my earlier days, I used to shave my chest and I do know what that feels like. It it feels like you have a bunch of like sandpaper in your ass. It's o- but only on one side. It's gross. Yeah. There's an onboarding period. Let's just say yeah. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Steve-O takes crab to ass and that's pretty much the segment. And as soon mm-hmm. as he said, we're going to try to replace fear and ignorance with respect and understanding. I just felt immediately like this is going to be someone's ass getting involved in a, in a, in a moment from now. Right. Yeah. It's weird to have a quote that like, if you attributed that to Martin Luther King jr, I would be like, yeah, I, I, that's probably something he said. And then just have a crab pinch an ass. Like it's just a weird juxtaposition. Yeah. It took me a second to figure out what you were talking about. And I was like, what, why the fuck would he be? Yeah. Okay. The ignorance and fear part. Maybe. Yes. But, yeah. yeah okay. exa- that's what I'm talking Not shaving asses and all that stuff. Maybe right. he did. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know him that well. You know, he could have been into that stuff. I'm not sure. We'll never know. No. We'll never know. But you know what, Mikey? We will know that when it's 12 a.m., sir, it is time to party. Now, speaking of that, before we get into this, do you feel, and is this strange to you? I'm just having this thought right now, but how come there's no party boy in Wild Boys? Don't you think there'd be ample opportunity to bring that oh, shit in? Oh, man. We've never seen yeah, it before. Not that's yet. That's a good anyway. point. I'd be curious to ask Chris because he's the Wild Boys expert, but he would know whether Wild Boy, uh, uh, Party Boy ever makes an appearance. But maybe Party Boy and Wild Boy, they're just too, you cannot have those two things touch because mm. it would be too powerful. Yep. Rip a hole you in know? the universe or, or whatever. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's what we'd be dealing with. I don't think we could handle it. So instead, we get baby loggerhead turtles. Now, mm. we're going to set them free, I think, maybe. We'll find out in a moment. But first, they catch, look, off in the distance, a female turtle crawling up the beach, ready to lay some of those eggs, to which they ask Manny here, which I loved, what about the male turtle? He just doesn't give a shit about this or what? <laughs> no, he's too busy humping everything. That's all he yep. does. Manny um, just tells it like it is. It's great. It's great. This is this is like we've we've all everyone who's seen Planet Earth knows what we're about to get into. The sea turtles are mm-hmm. the eggs are laid on the beach. They have to hatch on the beach, and then the turtles have to make their way from where they've hatched to the ocean. Yeah, and then you got a bunch of birds trying to eat them. And anyone who's played video games knows the cardinal sin is spawn camping. You don't do it. You you give everyone a shot Fuck at at yeah. surviving, and yet these birds are and the birds. biggest assholes in nature. They just spawn camp the shit out of the, they see one mother turtle lay the eggs and then they just wait there for, I don't know how long turtles are in eggs for. Yeah. Fucking three months. It's probably no in the idea. TMNT lore somewhere. Uh, we yeah. Can dig that out. Uh, <laughs> well, if you pour ooze on the eggs, they're hatching a lot quicker than that. We know that. The problem with these fucking birds though, is that they haven't left the nest yet. You know, everything yes. is, is mom's problem. You know, she doesn't understand me. She doesn't understand my game. Oh yeah. You know, she no, doesn't, of course she it. doesn't. She doesn't get it. She doesn't know that I'm going pro one day. She doesn't know <laughs> if I can make it past the bird that's trying to eat me. That's something you never hear professional human athletes say. Sure. I will go pro if the bird doesn't eat me. Yeah. But you know what? I, all that really matters here in the sketch is that they named one of the turtles pubes. 
Pubes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> you got Poncharelli, Sharky, Pubes, Gooch, Gina, Siffy, Beatty, and Foofer. Poncharelli is my favorite for sure. Poncharelli. That's like an Italian. Maybe I'm just being, you know, I would have guessed stereotyping. Italian. Maybe. I don't know. You, you be the judge. But all I know is that these turtles are going to race until the break of dawn. And uh, yeah, th- I can't imagine it's too exciting to watch. And that's why they didn't really include the race in the show. But Mikey, yes. have you ever seen this in real life before you ever had that opportunity? To see sea turtles going from where they hatch to the ocean? Yeah. No. Oh. Is that a thing people have the opportunity to see? I've seen it before. Have you really? Yeah. That's fascinating. I happened to be on vacation in Mexico once when it was happening. And then we were walking around the beach at night and we started to notice. Now, it wasn't maybe quite as intense as you might see on the nature shows where it was just like swarms of turtles, but yeah. you would see them. They were starting to come out and every now and wow. then you'd see one crawl out. And it was it was magnificent, man. That's Beautiful so thing. cool. You could just sit there I've all never, night watching that shit. I would have. I totally would have. Yeah. That's amazing. No, I, I have nothing funny to say about that. I'm jealous that you got to experience that. It was a trip. It was a trip, man. Uh, but what, what's the name of that classic tune they're playing there? You know, with the horns and whatnot in the background? Oh, what? I don't remember. I didn't I didn't clock the song. I'm not sure what it was. You know what? I, I could mimic it and hum it right now. But for some reason, all I'm hearing now is that one from Die Hard. You know? Oh, that's Tchaikovsky, right? Yeah, that's not the one they're playing. This other one's like one they'd play at like a carnival or something like that. But I don't know. It just had it was it was a good choice for the race. Some good public domain music. Public domain, baby. That's the only way to go. Um but next, ooh, next, the most vicious animal ever. Now, listeners, get your brains working. What could this be? If you had to guess, what's the most dangerous animal you can think of in Florida? Mm. the humans definitely the the, the humans, the humans. Yeah. <laughs> there's no Actually, that's a good there's point. no way that's not the answer we are assholes we are little assholes aren't we mikey <laughs> we are um, little shaved assholes yeah but no it's the otter yeah go figure yeah it's a predator i would i guess it makes sense but i wouldn't have thought of it as a predator you know no i mean they kill fish so i guess but the wildest thing is them saying that otters sometimes kill gators like, right how the fuck does that happen no idea literally no idea they, they got to work in teams they gotta be like sitting back at the uh i was gonna say the otter dam i don't know if they build dams but let's just pretend they do for the sake of this experiment uh so they're back at the otter dam one of them rolls out like a uh you know uh a piece of paper and they, they got the blueprint there they're all you know breaking up into teams they've named the teams you know mm. this will be fuzzy this, you're, this is the claw unit um, the claw unit yeah this is know, the c unit the and c that works unit. because they're sea otters as well uh-huh. but they're just they call it c like the letter right and you know they mm-hmm. they plan and they fucking it's like they're playing rainbow six siege or something yes. you know everybody's <laughs> yes. getting your fucking positions and let's go blow the blow the doors off this fucking gator like dingoes like dingoes are the best hunters or, or sorry wild dogs in like africa are like the best hunters because they hunt in packs and they have this like telepathy almost to them um, but otters like, yeah, I don't know what you attribute to them to make them good hunters. It has to be teamwork. But all I know is they're like bar none. Some of the cutest animals in the world. I want to swim with them so bad. And I, if you're Jay, you got to give me the stage for a second. If, if to our listeners, if you're out there right now doing that fucking thing that everyone does or one person does every time someone says that they think otters are cute if you're thinking about being the person who says but you know they have a culture of rape and abuse and but shut the fuck up they're cute as hell i don't want to hear it you take that opinion and you put it in the ocean with the ugly ass animals i don't want to hear it otters are so fucking cute i'm sure they do awful things and i i i would love it if they didn't but I cannot avoid the fact that they are adorable. I want to hold their hands. I know that they hold each other's hands when they're floating so they don't fall away from each other. That seems like a good dude to me. I want someone to hold my hand so I don't float away from them. I'm talking existentially. I'm talking philosophically. No one will do it for me. I'm, I, I, I relate to these otters with everything except the abuse. Again, it would be great if they didn't. The animal kingdom is a mean place. But these are some cute, mean little critters, and I want everything to do with them. I want them to hug me. Thank you, Jay. Well said. Well said. And to be fair, I think we share that same culture anyway in our in our species. 
<laughs> I mean, really, you can't deny that, can you? Yeah, we don't love it. And we also, although I'm not going to call someone who has done that cute, I think I will very quickly distance myself from that person and hope that they are dealt with by the authorities in the proper way. Um, well, yeah, they're uh, not covered in hair and their entire body. Of course, I see your point of view. Like, it's, that's it's true. Easy. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I am, but I don't do those things. So, except for my little asshole. That's the only oh, part dude. of me. That enough, is, with is, the, <laughs> enough with the, with the little asshole and the, the visual and the... God, you know, we're trying to do a podcast here. We're trying. We're trying. I don't know if this is getting us more listeners or, or you know, the outrage is, is bringing in the view counts or if it's going down. I don't know where we are anymore. Everything's upside down. We're talking about raping otters and all this fucking shit. No, we're not talking about raping otters. I don't want anyone to go out there and Mikey's rape an tell, otter. Mikey's going out PSA telling everybody to rape the otters. I don't. That is, that is false information. I didn't say anything like that. Well, well, I mean, they could kill alligators, so somebody's got to rape them. That's all I'm saying. Listen, Steve-O goes for a place. swim in the pool with the otters, and uh, they treat them good. Let's, these are these are a couple good they boys. They have fun with them. They kind of, you know, they, they fucking swim up to them. They, they, they nuzzle a little bit. It's not until we throw a fish in the tank oh, that yeah. we see these yeah. things and their dark side come out. And all human beings have a dark side. Yeah, we might have just said some outrageous shit moments ago, and you might be judging us. How sure. could they say such awful things on a podcast? On a well, podcast of all places? let me tell you, just look at your dark side. If someone handed yeah. you a fish and you were hungry, wouldn't you get those chompers out and just chomp away? I know you would. Wouldn't you? You know what I would do with my dark side, Jay? What? I'd shave it. Like your little asshole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. That's my dark side. I know, the sun baby. don't shine there. No, I'd shave it right off. It doesn't. You'd shave it off? You'd shave your yeah. asshole right off? I'd shave my That's asshole not a good right idea, off. Mikey. Everybody poops, baby. I'll report back. I'll tell you how it goes. You'll report back. Yeah. With your fucking Hopefully busted colon. Yeah. You report yeah. back. All right. Uh, we're going to have to send you that to that doctor from Jackass 2. Oh yeah! Don't tell a fr- don't tell anyone. He says to Ryan Dunn after he stuck a uh, uh, a car up his butt, especially on a podcast. Now listen, especially yeah, they got teeth. These otters, they got they got some sharp teeth. We see that. Um, they eat. Steve-O goes for a swim. He tries to catch. It looks like he's a, a goldfish, which was a it's, good a yes. good tip of the hat there, wasn't it? And he kind of like keeps up with it. It was really th- I love that the vision of Steve-O swimming with otters, chasing a goldfish, trying to eat it was like worth the price of admission for this episode. And then Otter John, who, yes, his name is Otter John. He's like the expert that's with him, says to Steve-O like, wow, you'd make a great otter. And I kid you not, Steve-O looks at Otter John as though he's like so pleased with himself and it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. And what you don't see in the deleted scenes here is the, the, the shot after of the otter puking back up the fish that he ate into a, and then Steve-O eating it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Oh, well done. Well done. That was very well done. But, uh, Steve-O may love a good goldfish, but we all know that Steve-O, well, he doesn't really love a snake, does mm-hmm. he? He really, no. really doesn't like a snake. And Knoxville being on set for this episode, you know he's going to fuck around as much as possible. Any opportunity, he's taking it. We've got a type of viper here, and Steve-O looks a little squeamish as they're in the room together with the viper. Now, Well, this, they, say, they say it's a viper. They say that, yes. But it's an it's Amazon tree boa. Yeah, they ordered it on Amazon. Bezos gave it to them. <laughs> Which is not not venomous because they can't sell venomous snakes on Amazon. It's no, that's that's illegal. Conditions. That's illegal, yeah. But this is a non-venomous snake, and uh, Steve-O doesn't know that. He's he's out in the dark, just like Mikey's little asshole. Why did <laughs> why did I do it that time? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm in your head, man. Uh, so Knoxville goes in and plays with the Viper with them, and Steve-O decides at this point, fuck it, I'm out. But Knoxville hasn't even been bitten yet, which is kind of the setup for this, and he walks out of the room, and Knoxville's in there, and I think Knoxville wanted Steve-O to witness the bite up close, he still goes and completes the sketch anyway, which I appreciate whether or not Steve-O's even watching. He gets the bite so that, you know, later he can show his hand and go, look, I got bit. Now mm-hmm. it's serious. I've just been injected with venom. They get the fucking ambulance. They get a stretcher and they're wheeling him out. Steve-O has no idea. It's Steve-O, Steve-O's upset. And it, the funny oh, totally. thing is, is, this was supposed to be a prank played on Steve-O. Obviously, you know, they, they think it's a viper. It bites Knoxville. They think it's super poisonous. I think he's, he's going to die. Someone on set forgot to tell Pontius that it was a prank. And you see him in the background <laughs> and he just immediately looks like forlorn. Like this is a big deal for him. And it's, I feel bad for him because Steve-O was like, I knew it was going to happen. You could see that from my, yeah. like he's pissed about it. Yeah, yeah. And Pontius is like, oh my God, I might lose a friend. And it's very sweet. Yep, Pontius, you know, you can tell he's got a big, big heart 
Um, he's got more, more than just a big heart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I've... Has anyone seen Pontius's dick? Oh, wait, that's a dumb question. Jack has forever. I was going <laughs> to say- We've like, all seen it, I think, yeah. I just want to, I mean, I'm not trying to talk the guy down. I'm just saying like, we need an official measurement before I can go and make oh. statements like that. Because I, I can't just go discrediting the guy. But I, I'm confident that, no, you know, I mean, you if Godzilla seen... would have got hard, I think yes. I would have been impressed is all I'm saying. It would have been no, a, tra- someone... it would have been like a real uh, uh, Power Rangers, you know, um, what, do, what do you call the big, uh, the Megazord? It would have been a Megazord situation. Sorry, if, Mike, if, uh, if no, if Godzilla gets hard, someone has to stick their finger up its slit to figure out whether it's even male Ooh. or female. That's a callback to last episode. Ooh, the slit. Yeah. The slit, oh. the reptile slit where you find out it's genitalia. Yeah. I bet you got one of those too, don't you? Yeah, let me check. <laughs> <laughs> you shave that too, under there, so I shave, That's my other dark secret. Um, all right. So they get, you know, poison control. We got to take care of this guy. He's wheeling him off on the stretcher. And there's one moment here where. I just have to mention when Knoxville is on that stretcher and, and he says, I love you, buddy, to Steve-O. And Steve-O's like, I, I love you too, man. You can tell he's nervous because he doesn't know quite yet what's going on. Yeah. Knoxville turns around with a smile and says, by the way, the snake's not venomous. And then he just gets off the stretcher. And it's at that point that I think we get what you referred to earlier as uh, Steve-O having a bit of a, I don't want to call it a tantrum, but it's closer yeah. to like a Preston Lacey moment of like, he fuck goes you guys. full Preston. This is, yeah. you're hundred percent right. That is, this is the moment that I attributed, uh, him to having some Preston like elements to him. Right. But why, why would he be mad? Do you realize that this prank gave him the moment in his life that I think all of us want at some point in our lives, but the dire consequences of this are, are are too staggering to handle. So we don't actually want it to happen. But the drama of a moment when you're standing there and a loved one gets wheeled by you and you just touch their hand as they get wheeled by and you say, I love you as they're wheeled away on a stretcher. I, that what mm, oh, chef's kiss. That's oh, yeah. life imitating art. I love mm-hmm. that. Steve-O got that and was still pissed when Johnny Knoxville was OK. Maybe. Maybe going back to our earlier conversation, Steve-O was mad because he's like, I'm now the number one in Jackass. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking that role. And he had his, uh, his, his, all his vision taken away from him when Knoxville got off the stretcher. Who knows? Who knows what was racing through his mind at that point? But yeah, this would have been, in my opinion, a good place to end the episode because I feel like mm. it was a bit of a high note because he had the drama there. And I actually wanted more of it. I, yeah. I, I wanted them to stretch this out a little bit. Yeah. But that does end the, uh, they, they have a bit of a chat, like Steve-O's hanging his head out of a truck window. I guess he went in there to cool down and that's where Pontius finds out that he was, you know, yes. <laughs> totally not in on this joke. And it's, it's a sweet <laughs> moment, like you said. But um, our final sketch of this episode, it's moon jellyfish time. And the stings that these jellyfish can give can also be fatal. So there's mm. venomous in the there's venom in these jellyfish. And when he dives underwater, Steve-O, it's like a minefield of jellyfish yeah. here. And Steve-O's hopping right down into no man's land. And uh, you see him floating around everywhere. But when he actually gets stung, which he's purposely just like swimming into these things, it's his, kinda, his purpose is to kiss them, right? Like they, right. they stage this as research, which I love how they do that on Wild it's Boys. Always, like we need yeah. to research these things. So he he's kissing them, which is bold move. Totally. And when he actually gets stung, though, it's kind of anticlimactic because mm. he's underwater. So you don't really hear anything. You don't get a big reaction, but until he surfaces that you'll see, oh shit, okay, he's in pain right now. Then he'll go back down. And that's kind of where this goes. I I think the part of this sketch that shines is what comes when he gets back on the boat, perhaps. Yes, I agree. And before we talk about that, the, the, the one thing I'll compare this to, or the one other sketch I'll compare this to is, and, and I use this kind of as a, a touchstone often, it's a, this is a stunt that must have hurt a lot. It takes a lot of balls to do it. We'll touch on that later. But the image of it just doesn't translate how painful it probably is. And it's just like the ho- the ice hockey checks that we had Johnny Knoxville do in Jackass season three, where we're like, this must have been really bad, but it just doesn't convey the pain of getting checked off the ice and landing on it. In this mm-hmm. one, the pain of just swimming through a minefield of jellyfish, you just don't see it. So you can't relate to it or you can't imagine how bad it would actually be. Uh, and I think that's kind of what you're leaning on, but no, when he gets up on the boat, I, I think that's, that's kind of the, the, uh, the, the best part of this. It gives us a, a good chuckle, eh? Oh, totally. Yeah. Cause I mean, he, he's up there and now we kind of get to find out, okay, how was it? That's what we're all expecting. Right. So he's going to give us that rundown. And I mean, 
when he's up there and he, the first thing he kind of says is my wiener got stung <laughs> and that his package is now ruined. And I just thought that was hilarious, but he goes into more detail, Mikey. He, he starts to talk about, um, a stinger going down his urethra. Now it sounds like he's just joking. I don't think it actually happened that way, but can you imagine Oof. if it had, or if it I, did, I no, see, here's here's the thing, Jay. I think what he's feeling is just what salt water feels like when you have gonorrhea. Like they, it feels like he's <laughs> oh, just geez, realizing wow. he has an STD. Like it j- just so happens that when he's wearing he's wearing a thong, it's all covered up, but his urethra hurts. Okay, I think I think you caught something in Florida, my friend. And as they do in Florida, when your wiener <laughs> hurts, just pour some ammonia down there, rub yes. it around for a bit. <laughs> You'll be all right. When he pours it on, we get a nice squelch, like a high-pitched squeal that I just did not see coming out of Steve-O, and it, it yeah. gave me a chuckle. And uh, I think that puts... I'd love, I'd love to ask him if, yeah. if, they, if he found out whether that was just gonorrhea. It, that would be very funny. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but jellyfish actually can transmit gonorrhea, oh. so... <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I could see it. Science. I could see it, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, speaking of that, I, that's, that's it. Like... This episode is over. Um, it may linger with you, much like gonorrhea, but we have nothing more to talk about. Or the image of my shaved dark place. Or that. Or that. <laughs> and uh, as we do, as is tradition on this program, we are now going to talk about briefly our most valuable player and our least valuable player. Mikey, go ahead. They go hand in hand. I would love to. My MVP of this one uh, makes a brief appearance, packs a powerful punch. Flips the stunt on its head, doesn't get enough credit for doing so. It's the stone crab for mm. uh, 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 biting Pontius in the middle of Steve-O's line. <laughs> the comedic timing on that was absolutely perfect. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, you can't ask for better than that, really. Like, it it, it made that sketch. It was natural. I loved that. It just was like, this This happened. We're leaving it in, like I said. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, my favorite... My most valuable player of this episode, I almost went Knoxville because just you see him and then you pop a little bit. You're like, fuck yeah, Knoxville's here. But yeah, of course. I felt it was too easy. And when yes. I really, really thought about this one, I realized, no, no, the MVP this time has got to be Manny because- I'm very happy you're saying that because I, I wanted to do this as well. Dude, the dude swam up to the surface with a thousand pound shark gnawing on his arm, held his breath, Not kept a shark, cool. a grouper, but point taken. Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> still. still. In my That's mind, like a thousand pounds of feathers or a thousand pounds of brick. They're both a thousand pounds. Yeah. In my mind, something's chewing on my arm. I don't give a shit what it is. I probably wouldn't have survived that type of situation. Yeah. There's yeah. some real like human fucking, you know, stress, cortisol shit going on there. Like giving them, you know, superpower strength to do that shit in that moment and survive and then be so cool telling the story and just be how man he is. I was so yeah. impressed. Like, and to get back in the water shit. and then play with the lemon sharks. Like yeah. he stole that scene as well. He was, he was absolutely fantastic. If I weren't trying to, you know, kind of make a joke about the stone crabs, he was going to be my MVP as well. Yeah. He did well, like so well, I, I can't, yes. I could just go on and on. I'm, I'm so impressed with that. It was amazing. Yeah. He was great. Was uh, my, my LVP, this is an easy one as well. I didn't mention it earlier. So this may be coming out of left field, but, uh, it makes an appearance in a couple stunts. It's Steve-O's bucket hat. Take that thing off. It looks awful. Um, I don't want to see it anymore. It's as gross as the ocean animals. And that goes for just bucket hats in general. We don't, we don't, we don't need them. Don't like them. They look bad on, if you have a bucket hat, I'm sorry to say it. It doesn't look good on you. And that goes for everyone. Those are, they don't look good on anybody. Take them off, throw them away, throw them in the trash bucket. That's my LVP. That's your LVP. Really? 100%. Steve-O's bucket hat. You're that upset about it. Like, this is a, I could go on. I could I could <laughs> I could rant again like the sea otter thing. But it's just a hat, Mikey. Mm, it's more than that. It's a symbol of uh, a poor fashion <laughs> a choice and poor life decisions. Yes. Okay. Are you just are, are you just jealous cuz you know he's on the show and you're not on the show and Jay, I told you not to bring it, that up anymore. It's I told I told you not to rub that I, in my face, not while the cameras are on it's and not the, this and again, recording. No, is it? I mean, we could talk about it. I, Jay, we and and oh, we will when the cameras are off. But right now, in front of my friends, how dare you bring this up? I'm going to say it has nothing to do with that, and you're going to believe me for now, but then we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to be You know what? Not going to say it. Not going to say it. Well, Let's keep rolling. Are you sure? 
Okay. No. Okay. All right. That is, is I I hit a nerve. My LVP, I guess I can I can talk about that unless you want to should I I could just go now. I think, that... I think you should go. Jay, I think okay. you should change the subject. Um so my LVP for this episode is all of the Jewish. Hold on. Wait, let me finish. <laughs> Jesus, people. You don't even know what I'm going to say yet. You don't know what I'm going to say yet. So just get off Twitter and wait a second. Uh-huh. Okay. So my LVP for this episode is all of the Jewish boys and girls who are coming of age and did not have me first in the gimme gimmies featuring Fat Mike of No Effects <laughs> on bass playing at their bar mitzvah. Go out and get that live album. It's a hoot. Why? Why? What does that have to do with this episode? The me first and the gimme gimmies. Was that in this episode? No, no, no. Oh, let me explain. Um, okay. So. There is a Me First in the Gimme Gimme's live album that takes place at a boy's bar mitzvah, and they play a show. I heard about that. My girlfriend told me me about that. She was a big punk fan. Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't have them playing, I'm sorry. I don't even think we can call you a man or a woman at this point. Probably not. I don't know what you are. Bar mitzvah, butt mitzvah, doesn't matter. If Me First in the Gimme Gimme's weren't there, you basic. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well said. (laughs) Hey, that takes us to the end of the episode. Remember, though... You can find us online at Pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you like to hang out. Because uh, we want to hear from you and see uh, what you thought of this episode. I feel like this was an action-packed episode. I had fun with this one. And I'm glad because I feel like, I think it was the last one you and I had said we weren't really crazy yeah, about. Yeah, Australia, so Australia wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah, it's good to come back and feel strong again. And uh, yeah, holy shit, man. I can't believe we're already on season or season two, episode six, because that means we've got what, two left? Is this an eight episode season or a I nine? I think it's an eight episode season. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got some big plans for our hundredth episode leading up to it. Oh my God. Do we ever? And yeah, that's coming up real fast, folks. So please keep your eye on the feed and keep listening because we will reveal some of that as we get closer to it. We are so excited and I could hardly believe we've made it this far. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but wow. Holy shit. It's crazy. hundred percent. And thanks for all the support. You know, we've been, uh, uh, up within the top 500 global reach comedy podcasts out there. Uh, we, we've been going up the charts and we've, we've made some, some decent appearances. Everyone's got a podcast, but not everyone has made it that far. So we appreciate the support, appreciate the love. And, uh, we hope to continue making you laugh, cringe, think about my dark space. Yeah. Uh, for not everybody has one of those either. So, uh, no, of course not. Uh huh. Yeah, think about it long and hard. And um, yeah, I think that takes us out. Speaking of long and hard, I got some things to take care of. Let's go home. Until next time, when we'll see you for another episode of The Wild Boys. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!